Hello, and welcome to Battery Bargains, a series from the Batteries Included podcast, where we match up real people with the right electric vehicle for their particular situation. This is episode number six. I'm Dominic Yoni, host of the YouTube channel Drive Electric with Dominic, and I am joined today by by the highly esteemed Mr. Tom Malogny from the uh, State of Charge YouTube channel, as well as uh, he is also senior editor at Inside EVs. If you're looking for your own battery bargain, email us a couple short paragraphs with Find My EV in the subject line and tell us about your use case and budget, and we'll see about featuring your case on an upcoming episode. So uh, before we get into the show, uh, we no that's no that's from before. Okay, sorry. Let's kick this off with our first case today. And to be transparent, we've paraphrased these emails a bit for length and clarity. So Al sent us an email and he says, hi guys, I'm thinking about getting a used Tesla Model Y long range with less than 50,000 miles. It would most likely be a 2020. I have seen a lot of them for 35K. I'm willing to go nationwide for a black with white interior and 19 inch wheels. What do you guys think? Am I missing out on a lot by not getting a 2023? I'd love to hear what you guys think. Al. All right. So 2020, 2020 Model Y, uh, Tom. So the Model Y, I guess, was uh, they just began production in 2020, uh, early in that year. Uh, he's looking for, he's seen them for less than 35K. I don't know. Have you seen them that low? I really haven't been searching for that Model Y over a period, but just now because of this, I did a quick search and that's really about as low as you're going to get that I found at least. And uh, evidently he's looking countrywide. So, you know, he probably, if he's saying he could find them for that, then I, I take him at his word and I take it that he's not interested in looking at other vehicles. He didn't say recommend a different type of vehicle for us. Um, and I, personally, I don't think you're missing much, Al, like you're saying, am I missing something or not getting a 2023? If you find a 2020 in good shape, I don't think there were any really big improvements. It's not like, you know, I had a uh, 2019 Tesla Model 3, but then I bought the 21 because they did the refresh and then it included the heat pump. The Model Y launched with a heat pump, so it has a heat pump system. Uh, sure, there were some small improvements along the way, but I also, other than like body fitment issues when the Model Y first launched, I don't remember there being any like major problems that Tesla had to correct. So it's not like, you know, you're getting something that is just not uh, built as well as, as the 2023s. Now, of course, I think Tesla has improved gradually as the years have gone on. Would you be getting a better vehicle as a 2023? I would, I would venture to guess, yeah, you are, but at what cost? Is it worth the extra, I don't know, six, $7,000? How much extra would it cost to get one? That's a 2023, maybe even more. I'm, I'm not sure. So I would, you know, if I was in your boat based on the information you gave us, where you're just deciding between a 2020 and a 2023, with the savings that you could have in those model years, I would just look for as good a well-kept 2020 with the spec that I wanted. You mentioned black with white interior, 19 inch wheels. Uh, and when that right one popped up, I would just jump on it really quickly. And like you said, you're willing to go nationwide. So just keep checking every day. And when one pops up, just jump on it and uh, go for it. I think that's probably what's what I would do at least. What about you, Dom? 
I think I'd be tempted to do the same because I think the only big difference, well, there's a few differences now that I think about it. So there's the hardware three, it changed to hardware four uh, in 2023, early, I think April-ish kind of timeframe. So builds after that may have a better camera, I think better processor uh, as well. Um, also newer, the 2023 uh, Model Ys are built at the Giga factory using the mega castings. So the build quality might be better for those but I don't know if it's worth, you know, the, the the difference in money that you'd pay because the, the new ones, if you want to buy a new one, well, they're start at forty eight nine ninety for a dual motor. If you want, you know, if to want to compare it to a uh, match it up against a comparable older one, because now they also have the rear wheel drive model wise available. Uh, so those have a start at forty three or forty four thousand dollars, basically. Um, forty four. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have to look at your use case and what kind of numbers you like as far as like range goes, because that that less expensive new Model Y, it's not going to have, I think, the range that the uh, the dual motors have, the older motor, the older Model Ys have. So yeah, I guess it's up to you personally. I think I would probably stick with an older one just to save the money, because there's a pretty big difference if I could buy a buy one for say forty rather than forty eight or fifty, you know, which that's a, that's a decent savings there. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of where I would go. Well, you also have to figure if you were to buy a new one, that the, the tax credit is, is another thing to consider. So oh, you really, true. you have to roll the numbers and see, you know, exactly how much the savings would be. I still think it would be enough to persuade me to get a 2020 unless you've got a lot of money and it doesn't matter. You know, if you want to spend another six or $7,000, I'm guessing that's not the case. If you're, if that was the case, you wouldn't have even asked us. You would have just gone out and ordered a new one. So, you know, for me, I still think it'll be significant enough Delta to make it worth getting the, uh, the used one. Well, that that uh, incentive kind of changes my calculations. I, I think I think I'm. We don't know if he qualifies for the incentive personally True. either, Dom. We don't know True. if if you know if the person if their tax situation means they can get it. So. Right. And that was my situation last time I tried to buy, I wanted to buy that Chevy Bolt, right? I couldn't, uh, I didn't really, couldn't really take advantage of much of the uh, federal tax incentive. Mm -hmm. But if you can, in this case, I think that I, I like the idea of having a newer car because it just your warranty is, you're just secure, more secure for the next, for the first few years with that brand new warranty. I like that coverage and that, just that peace of mind. And that might be worth the, like the difference differential in the prices there. But yeah. Ready to go on to the next one? Let's do it. Okay. So this is from Mark and Al. Um, hello, guys. My twenty my twenty year old my twenty year old daughter Al is a college student in Central Canada, wanting to buy her first car ever, and she wants to wants it to be an EV. She can comfortably afford to spend fifteen k US. That's about twenty thousand Canadian. And possibly squeeze the budget to seventeen to eighteen thousand max US. That's twenty-four thousand Canadian. Her primary concern is reliability. Her daily commute is unknown at this point, but eighty to one hundred miles return trip would likely be plenty. She would also like to do some occasional road trips. DC fast chargers can be about two hundred miles apart. That's uh, so they say Central Canada. So I'm thinking maybe uh, possibly Winnipeg, though some people in Ontario also call themselves Central Canada. Um, so yeah, but 200 miles between chargers. 
Uh, she wouldn't likely road trip the car in the winter. 50 kilowatt hour DC charging speed would be acceptable since she won't road trip very often. She prefers smaller vehicles. The BMW i3 was at the top of her list, but older models have too short a range and we read about issues with the pre-2017 models. So the 2017 or newer i3 are an option, but we are worried about the high cost of repairing BMWs should something go wrong. The Bolt is another option, but currently none are within her budget. The Hyundai Kona is also is likely her preferred option right now, but again, none are within her budget. The Leafs range are too short. Thanks, Mark and Al. So there's quite a bit to uh, unwind there. But uh, I did spend some time looking at this actually yesterday, this question, and I did find some vehicles that I thought were in her, her price range, but also on her list of preferred vehicles. So let's see if I can pull one of these up on the shared screen. Um, let's see, we'll look at this. So this is, right, Hyundai Kona, electric preferred. So there's a couple of Hyundais in here, but they're both in Quebec, which is a bit of a, a drive and they're both right up against your your budget mark at yeah, 23,989. So I'm thinking that's probably not gonna work for you. Um, instead, I would say, I would suggest a Chevy Bolt. I did find some Chevy Bolts that are in your price range. So I'm, I'm trying to find the, my right window here with all those cars. Okay, so here's, Here's the one I think that is the biggest, the highest one on my list of cars to get. So, right, I believe it's this one. Right, so this is in Chilliwack. That's in British Columbia. So also far away from, from uh, central Canada. But yeah, and it's right up against your your budget too, twenty three nine ninety. I think twenty it, the budget maxed out at twenty four thousand Canadian. So I'm not really sure what, what to tell you about this because you know there's a few like that that one in that bowl so is is a great deal, uh, but it's you know it's on the other side of the mountains from where you are and across the prairies, <laughs> so it would cost. I would imagine a couple of grand Canadian to get it to, to central Canada. And that, so that would definitely put it out of your budget. So my only other option really, well, I have a couple options. I was thinking Hyundai Ionic, like the original Hyundai Ionic. There are some of those um, available for sale used in Canada. Actually, I can pull up a screen here. Stop that screen and share these ones. And you can see on the screen, yes, a bunch of Hyundai Ionics. So they're around the 20,000 20, mark uh, Canadian, basically, or a little bit below that, depending, but you get to watch you know, where they are. It seemed like a lot, a lot of these are in uh, Quebec as well. Uh, here's one in Thornhill, that's in Ontario, 152,000, but it's 100,000 miles. That is a problem, but I mean, you could find some with decent mileage. If you can find some with decent mileage, like here's one with 107,000 kilometers, that's like 65,000 miles, 18.9. So that's 
you know, well beneath your budget. So you could afford actually the shipping on something like that. And that's good for what, like 150 miles of range, the Ionics, Tom? Well, new, um, I think it was like 140 something. And I'm not sure what year that was because they they bumped it up. That might've been, that was probably the first generation. So I don't okay. think it was even 140. I, I don't remember exactly how much it was. So I think we're looking closer to 100 by now considering it's used. Um, you know, so, but that seems to fit their their use case. And that was a good pickup for you talking about the first gen Ionics. I, I, my mind immediately went to Kona and Bolt, um, uh, you know, because that's probably once they said that the Leaf wasn't uh, a consideration because that was my first thought. But um, I mean, I would look at those uh, first gen Ionics for sure. Uh, you just want to uh, get it fully charged and see what the, the range estimator says, you know, even though that's not going to be perfectly accurate, at least it probably give you a decent idea of how, what kind of uh, condition the, uh, uh, the battery's still in, because you just don't know. Now, Canada is a good place for batteries because it doesn't get super, super hot like Arizona. And while it'll hurt your range in the winter, it doesn't hurt the battery. The cold doesn't really harm the battery unless it's, I mean, brutally, brutally cold where you left it to just brick and be cold all the time. The, the, it robs you of some range, but it, it's actually not detrimental to the, to the battery like heat is. If you have an EV that's been parked in Arizona for four years and, you know, parking lots that get up to 120 degrees, just baking in the sun, that's going to be a lot harder on the battery than, you know, if you're up in Canada and, you know, the thing frequently sits at zero Celsius or colder. Um, so that, that's, I think your idea of the Ionic is, was a good pickup. I would still say just keep searching for bolts and Konas. This is a tough uh, situation you're in. There's not a lot of money to 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 work with here, and um, you know the 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 Dom pulling a, a, the first gen Ionic out of his hat was pr actually a pretty good idea. And maybe you ought to start taking a look and see you know countrywide how much they cost. I don't think it'll cost you as much as Dom thinks to ship it. You're saying a couple grand. I mean, I can get a car shipped from. New Jersey to California for like a thousand dollars. So, you know, I, I don't know how far of a distance you're traveling where you're shipping it, but I would think you could get a, a, a carrier to take a car to your house for less than a thousand dollars, depending on really, I don't know the landscape of where you live compared to where you'll be buying it, but um, that might be a consideration also. Although it's so tough to buy a vehicle without seeing it and driving it and taking a look at it, you know, just sending them your money and putting it on a truck and getting it delivered to your house. It's different when it's a new vehicle. Um, but, um, you know, that, that I, th I think that's, that's where you need to look, continue looking for bolts and Kona's and maybe take Dom's advice and see what, uh, first gen Ionics are out there. I have one other suggestion I would say. So I don't think they have a, have a job exactly right now, but once they do figure out what that commute is, it's probably going to be within a hundred miles or within 50 miles from their house, I would think. So, you know, I would suggest getting a low range uh, electric vehicles like a, uh, like a Nissan Leaf or cause, or I noticed in Canada, there's a lot of smart for twos, even a really nice cabriolet. If you want to, if you like small cars, like this girl likes small cars, you can't get any smaller than that. And they're kind of, they're kind of tough. They're kind of stand up to a fair amount of abuse. Uh, Kyle Connor owns one and uh, is famously driven it, you know, off-road and done lots of stuff with it. And it's, it held up, it's held up pretty well. Um, yeah. So I would look at some of those 
like lower mileage, like leaves or sparks, uh, maybe something closer to your area, spend like the least amount of money that would leave you a bunch of money sitting in the bank that you can, you know, you can have when you finish school, you get a better job. Then if you want to do your road trips, rent a car, it's for two weeks. It's going to, it's going to be a few hundred dollars, you know, rather than spend like an extra 10 grand on a car, you could just use, you know, a thousand dollars and that's like maybe two road trips or something. I don't know. That's one, just my other suggestion. One last thing. She did mention that the uh, I3 was on her list originally, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as somebody who's owned two I3s, uh, I loved my I3s. If you don't get the range extender, you're concerned about maintenance and about BMW repair costs. They're extraordinarily reliable. There's not a lot of things that break on them. If you get the BEVs, the range extender is another story. Uh, but if you get a 2017 onward, actually 2016 and a half, that's when they when they came out with the uh, the larger battery, the 94 amp hour battery, and that has a 33 kilowatt hour capacity. You're going to definitely get over 100 mile range. Well, now that it's used, you might be right around 100 miles. But that um, I wouldn't be afraid to get one of those uh, if it has good maintenance records, and you know a lot of times. You know, you could, they could pull up the BMW dealers can pull up the, the the history of the vehicle. If it hasn't had problems, then uh, I wouldn't be afraid to get one of those. I love my i3s. They're such fun cars to drive. They still look futuristic when they're driving down the road. You know, you go driving behind an i3, it still it looks like something that just came out, and the damn thing's ten years old. So um, we, my, my wife, still misses our i3s, and uh, so consider that. Don't rule that out yet. If you can get a 17 at a good price and it has good maintenance records. Um, I'd pull the trigger on that. Right on. That sounds good. That's good advice. I think I also like the, um, the BMW i3 a lot and I considered getting that, but I also thought, well, if something breaks, it's going to be really expensive and I can't, that's kind of one of my thought process for uh, get going with a spark EV instead, which, you know, it was like a less robust kind of car, I think, but and I got lucky. Nothing, broke off on it or it didn't get dented or anything but i never had anything break on my i3s right, you know, right and the, and the one right. i had i forget how many miles i think i had ninety thousand miles on the first one or no maybe 70 75 thousand miles something like that but in any event and the um, cabin's a great place to spend some time and it's got great driving dynamics it's just they're great little cars yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah so our last email comes to us from justin and he says Hello, gentlemen. Are you a gentleman? I currently mm -hmm. lease a, sorry. You're the one I, that makes up the adjectives for me. So I don't know if I am today or not. Generally, yes. Yes. Um, unless I get, yeah. Okay. We'll leave that. I, I currently lease a uh, fully loaded 2023 Bolt EV 2LT minus Super Cruise. So the 2023 is an MSRP swap, which replaced my previous leased 2021 Bolt LT on the original lease contract due to the battery recall. GM also gave me a check for $7,000 for the MSRP difference. I can purchase the 2023 Bolt for $19,877 buyout amount on the contract in about nine months when the lease ends. I think it would also make a lot of sense financially to purchase the Bolt. I am also considering getting into something that is a little more money, but with better performance. There are Tesla Model 3s with rear-wheel drive for around 26,000. The Model 3 will be older with more miles, but with, with rear-wheel drive and better performance. 
Is spending 5,000 to 6,000 more for a used Model 3 worth it over the bolt? Thank you, Justin. Well, this is an interesting conundrum. This sounds familiar, actually. I don't know if it's it's it, yeah right as a as a Model Three owner and then a Bolt owner. Um, so uh, here's what you do: buy out the Bolt lease. You have to at nineteen eight. It's the car's worth more than that. Put it up for sale. See if you can sell it for like twenty three, twenty four. It's a twenty twenty three Bolt. You can't have a lot of miles on it. You might be able to get close to twenty five thousand for it. <laughs> and and then and then buy the Model Three. Take the money and the difference and buy and buy a model three. That, that's you can't give it, you can't give the bolt back at 19.8. You you're 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 above water at the at, at that price. You're giving you're leaving money on the table. Buy it out and then sell it. Look at what used model threes, 2023 model threes are uh model threes uh bolt EVs are selling for. And don't forget, once the you can't get a bolt anymore in like two 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 months or so, they're gonna be in more demand. So the, the, there's nothing else that's affordable out there. You're going to have a, 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 a EV that's a year old because it'll be 2024, and, and this is a 2023 model. I'm assuming you don't have a lot of miles on it. Did he mention the miles, Dom, and I forgot? I missed that. Well, you can't you have see, that many miles. Yeah, you said leases only have 10,000 miles yeah, a year on but, it. Anyway. I mean, the lease says that, but you can drive it as long as you want. You're just end right. up paying the difference. I'm, I'm guessing it's going to have low mileage. Buy that thing out and immediately put it for sale. And uh, I, be I bet you could sell it for 23, 24,000 in a heartbeat. And now you're only a thousand or two off of the car you really want. It sounds like you really want a Model 3. And I don't blame you. They're such fun to drive. I love my Bolt. Uh, Bolt's a great vehicle. I, I, I'm so disappointed that GM stop is, 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 is going to discontinue them now. Um, but the, the Model 3 is a special car and uh, it's a different driving experience. It's bigger, it's cooler, it's faster, it's more fun. Uh, you know, it's not the Bolt's basic transportation, and and the Model Three is a little bit more than that. So um, that's what I would do: buy out your lease, flip the Bolt, get the Model Three. Wow, that's great! That's great, Tom. I never would have thought of that. Actually, I never realized. Yeah, I've never leased anything myself personally, so I don't have that kind of experience to understand to really, hmm, you know, look at judge. Should I sell it? Should I, you know, let it go? But yeah, you, but I think you have a great argument there. And Model 3s right now are, and I, yeah, I would definitely get to the Model 3 eventually because this this is kind of like the, the conundrum I was in earlier this year, right? I was looking at the Bolts. I was going to buy a Bolt. And then Kyle convinced me to buy a Tesla Model 3 instead. And one of the main uh, thoughts behind that was it would be worth, it would lose less in depreciation over a couple of years than like a new Bolt EV. Um which now that prices have really come down at, at Tesla, that's not really washing out super great for me. And, and the bolts prices are going to go up because you won't be able to buy them anymore. Right, right. <laughs> You're going to hit so, with a double whammy. Yeah, but yeah, but I would still like if you right if you can get decent money out of the bolt. So if you sell it at just below twenty five, then oh, to a dealer, you have to be a dealer to get that that uh, four thousand dollar incentive off, right? You have to buy it from a dealer. Right. So if he wants to sell it, you know, for 25 or whatever price, you know, whoever he sells it to can't get that incentive. I know, but don't forget a lot of people aren't even aware of how that works. It's true. This is true. And and they'll, if, if they see a bolt from a private owner for sale that they like it and he's got it listed for like 2399 or something, they might just jump on it and buy it. Or maybe, you know, do a little negotiating, you end up selling it for 23.5. And you, meanwhile, you paid 19.8. 
So you just put a few thousand dollars back in your pocket. Now you're closer to the Model 3. That's this. That's a slam dunk, in my opinion. Right. And uh, it looks like Model 3s, man, <laughs> there's like a fire sale on them right now. It feels like I'm looking on, on, on cars.com. Let me just maybe just share that screen. There's actually. so many of them, Dom. You know, oh, my I mean, God. And and cheap, like I, I mean, you really have to look look into these things. You can't like just take all mm -hmm. these prices at face value, and, and you have to look also at the mileage. But you know, so they could have uh, mm -hmm. uh, what, do you, what do you call um, issues, salvage like, title or self, you know right. problems, accidents. Yeah, just do your due diligence. Yeah, title title issues is yeah. kind of what I was look thinking of. Twenty two, twenty three thousand. That's yeah, crazy. Twenty eight long range. Yeah. You could sell a bolt for more than that. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, right. But the bolt will yeah. have a lot fewer miles on it. But yeah. but if you can find, like, I I personally, I like I would stay away from some of these higher ones. Higher, I mean, but that's up to you. That's your own personal, because these will be out of warranty. So that's one thing to take into consideration mm -hmm. as well. So you want, you know, I, I think as low as miles a car as you can can find just to be on the safe side you know but yeah uh did we answer that question i think so okay uh, so i guess that uh, brings us to the end of today's show if you have any questions or comments uh please leave them below or get in touch with us on the social media platform of your choice don't forget if you like the show please give us a thumbs up click subscribe tap that bell icon for notifications thank you all very much for joining us and we'll see you next time Ciao.